Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. You are now listening to the best, best friends podcast in the world. it feels like uh you're like another week and i'm like oh come on man I'm over here. i feel like it, it, i mean it's only been a week but it, it feels so much longer since we've been doing this really yeah since the last time we did this it feels a lot longer tom is it, is I mean, the podcast weighing down on you it is <laughs> Ugh. um Ugh. wow yeah. right off the bat didn't even waste any time nope that's the if you had the over under of a minute and a half uh i hope you took the under um all right, everybody. Welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcast. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. We are the Cindy Crawford approved, internationally acclaimed podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I am your host, the crispiest of boys, Tom. I'm your other host, the hot master general, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's Dan. One of these weeks, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a bush light and just, just throw talk. it. Yeah, hopefully it's a camo can. I don't know what time of year they come out with that. Uh, just as long as I have another one in this hand, and you just throw it to this hand and just smash it. Yeah, maybe maybe one week I'll park a uh, a Coors Light truck outside and I'll I'll hose you down through the window. Oh man, yeah. I wear a knee brace and cut off Mr. Shorts. McMahon. <laughs> All right. Now that we're through our uh, attitude era uh, segment of our podcast. Um, yeah, we are the uh, best, best friends podcast in the world. Tom, play your song. Dan. I'm not taking credit for this song. Dan. Hit the music. All right. God. Oh, my God. It's got, this has the juices flowing, baby. You took a nosedive into dad rock. Like just straight nose dived into it, man. This is it, this is I'm this is I'm feeling this today. I don't know if this is the right song, Tom. I, this is about how I'm feeling after you, you this. You texted uh, it to me, and I, I was like, I'm not even, I'm not gonna play this. <laughs> God damn it! All right, and we are the Tough Guy Podcast for Tough Guys. All right, all right. <laughs> and that was Godsmack, everybody. If you uh, if you aren't familiar with Butt Rock, that was Godsmack, crying like a bitch here on uh, K one hundred four. Suck my dick. <laughs> um, all right, Jesus Christ. Uh. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us again uh, this week. Hopefully, you're on Twitch uh, on the Twitch stream, getting in chat. If you're not, you're fucking up. Uh, <laughs> you're why listen to an audio only medium. Yeah. We have a video aspect where you can interact. Get on Twitch and see our low frames per second. Yeah. You can tell me when I'm crying like a bitch. 
Jesus. <laughs> I don't. I don't cry like a bitch. I'm a tough guy. I do that right. in private, and I don't talk about it. All right, Tom. Let's do our housekeeping Stuff here. Stuff my emotions deep down low. Oh man, Tom, you want to talk about it later? <laughs> yes. Um, no, I the, don't. This no. isn't the platform for it. Tough guys don't talk about their feelings. They push it deep down, and then they hit their wives. I don't know. <sighs> Tom, go. All right. All right, everybody. Um, thanks for doing this again. Like I said, uh, twitch.tv slash best, best friends podcast. Uh, get your life straight and get on, on stream with us. Um, remember, uh, subscribe, rate review. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know what else we have to say about that. Dan, what are we rating? Five star party, baby. Yep. Write a review, get some beer. Dan, don't ask me. It hasn't happened yet. I know. Um, all right. Uh, do I tell your friends, if you like the podcast, tell your friends there. Uh, what do we got? What else do we got? You really just breeze through it, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, take a breath. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, that, that shot of knob Creek is, uh, it's got me all amped up now. That a little got, shot of knob Creek and Godsmack. Yeah. A little gobs, Godsmack chaser. A little gobstoppers. All right. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, all right guys. Um, I think that's it. We got some right cool, right. cool stuff in the works. If you, uh, if you followed our, our, uh, Instagram feed this weekend, you'll, you'll know what's going on. If you don't know, you know, you'll find out in about a month or so. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's bring our guests on. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I think it's about time. All right. So we are joined today, uh, by the co-owner of Broken Goblet, uh, brewing company in, I'm I'm going to say Ben Salem because I can't pronounce the town that you have advertised as Ben Salem. Yeah, um, and uh, I'm going to bring him on so he can tell me how to spell it or how to say it. Um, it's Mike Locke. All right, thanks, Mike, for coming on with us. You are so, now on video, so you can talk now. <laughs> Good. Do I have any more Godsmack coming my way, or am I? Yeah, I can, I can, we can, thankfully he only had one song. We can bring that back around. (laughs) No, Tom, we can't. (laughs) (laughs) It's two for Tuesdays, baby. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, all right. So, um, where, what's the, how do you pronounce the Ben Salem? Yeah. You have it listed as something else on the, on your very outdated website, I guess. Is it on the website as what? Andalusia? Yeah. Andalusia. I always, so it, it, it really, it's been Salem. I don't even know what I'm surprised that website even has us open. Um, <laughs> so I'm surprised it doesn't say Bristol, but hey, uh, come on. It's, it's the ben nicest Salem Andalusia and Ben Salem, I think share a zip code. Okay. Uh, I think I always thought Andalusia was like a fucking, uh, uh, event center on the river, but <laughs> apparently it's also a, a town or something. So it's Ben Salem. <laughs> We're the only brewery in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. That's, that's that's the easiest way to find us with uh, the nicest Angel Fire website. Yeah, um, is not you'd think it is, but it's not. Andal- Andalusia sounds like a, uh, a a mid to late two thousands like uh, screamo, like a like a Victory Records band. Oh yeah, I think it sounds like a prog band, but with a female singer. Oh, oh okay. yeah. yeah, like a, you're like in a in the in the es- evanescence of uh, Flyleaf. <laughs> Maybe Evanescence, but in like seven, seven, eight times. Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, if Evanescence and and uh, and Cohen and Camry had a baby, it would be Andalusia. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Farkas Farms Brewing is back in the chat. Yep. Hoobastank is more metal than Mike. Okay. Uh-oh. 
We got this Scott is, Scott Farkas from Farkas Farms. Who, who that who that person is? And, uh, <laughs> and and he he does think POD is 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 he thinks new metal because it has the word metal means it's heavy the same way like classic rock somebody thinks it's classical music like it's just a word <laughs> in a name it's not heavy but you know what that that man is okay in my book he uh if he wants to think that pod is heavy i i am not going to take that away from him yeah farkas farm a good, great he's beers. a good man you know uh you know people would disagree some people would say that uh pod is pretty heavy you know i mean south town's pretty red yeah oh that's one of six. That's one of six drops. No. <laughs> one of six. No. No. <laughs> we told you we were going to defend uh, Ryan. Listen, listen. There are some new metal bands that I would consider heavier than others. I think Slipknot gets considered a, is considered new metal. I, I would are say they considered Slipknot new metal? Yeah. Yeah. I would, oh, yeah. I would consider, yeah, they, they came in around that phase and kind of came yeah. out just. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were on the heavier They're end heavy. of the spectrum. POD is not heavy. who's who's the, right. who's the measuring stick for new metal heaviness. Yeah, what would be Probably like the heaviest? No, what's the what's the what's, measuring stick? Like what's what, the medium there? Yeah, like, where do you go? Corn. Yeah, I would say corn is like exactly. Right, you I would read say right mind. there in Perfect. the middle. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Corn's the middle. <laughs> Jesus. All right, before we get into more new metal and we start talking about that BC Richie yeah. has hanging behind him, let's get into our first beer. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, it is in the background. <laughs> yeah, that, it's so that, it's that, on that diamond plating, too, which is... I know, it's on diamond plating. That BC Rich was signed by Kerry King and then played uh, during soundcheck at um, OzFest. Slayer played it. Slayer, oh, that's Kerry awesome. <laughs> All right, that got a little bit more metal. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's get into our first beer. Um, we're going to be doing Hazenberg by... Uh, surprise, surprise, Broken Goblet. I don't We just have to stop announcing that it's who it's by because it's always by the brewery that we have on yeah yeah, yeah we're gonna be featuring yeah. uh, we're gonna be featuring the hazenberg which um love the name by the way this is hilarious thank you <laughs> yeah the artwork's great um dan you want to you want to give us a rundown of the uh the beer yeah so again this is hazenberg uh it's a new england ipa uh the new cooks <laughs> the new cooks present b gobs first true hazy b gobs <laughs> A super bright citrusy IPA brewed with the old standbys of citrus and citra, citra and mosaic and a heaping helping of one that knocks. Oh, wow. This thing just completely just focused in on this. Holy shit. There we go. There we go. Try it. Um, with a heaping helping of one that knocks into the dry hopping trident. So expect a ton of passion fruit and floral punch in the nose. 6.4%. It's a 4.02 on untapped. So we got a hype beer. Oh, hype beer. All right. I like it. Anything, oh, Jesus Christ. Anything over four on, on uh, untapped is uh, considered hype. <laughs> Great. Good. Thank God. Thank God we got one. <laughs> All right. Ready? All right. Let's do it. One, two. Wait, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to? Okay. Go ahead. Three. On three? Okay. On three or after three? Oh, we're good. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I already cracked. I already cracked it. And I'm not you've drinking been, it. You've been pre-gaming uh, while we've been setting up. I have up. been. I have been. What are you, which, what are you drinking over there? I am drinking, I don't know if you can see this, but this is called Black Hearts Now Rain, which I thought was appropriate since we were leading into this with music. This is a, a beer we did with a band called Unearth. Hell yeah. Uh, this year out of Boston. And uh, it is an Imperial Stout with white chocolate. Ooh. Awesome. 
but I don't like stouts, so it's a 0.25. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, while we're talking about Untapped, uh, everybody should go follow our Untapped if you want to see the beers that we feature on each episode. That's at Best Best Friends Pod. Tom, that's at Best Best Friends P O D. Oh, my God. That makes me feel so. <laughs> I told you. It's drop two. Drop two. <laughs> two of well, six. Well played, gents. Well played. <laughs> so this is your first hazy IPA? It, I mean, this that this one you're drinking is not the first time we made it, but yeah, we were we were very behind the curve with IPAs kind of on purpose. Um, which was in retrospect a probably terrible decision. <laughs> but when we opened this, as it goes, when we opened, we were, uh, am I holding you up for a cheers? Oh yeah. Cheers. No, we'll get it. We'll, Sorry. we'll do a cheers and then we'll get into it. Yeah. Boys. Cheers. Sancha. Cheers. 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 Mm. Ready or not. It's good beer. <laughs> um, if I do POD punch for this whole podcast, I'm going to fucking kill myself. At the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> just, I need to make sure I Jesus get that God. out of my head. All right. So, uh, uh well, be, well, we, before before you yep. get into that, I gotta let you know that Scott Farkas said Switchfoot is more metal than corn. Switchfoot. Yeah. I don't even in the eyes of Switchfoot. In, you know, in the eyes of God, Switchfoot is more metal than corn. Who's Switchfoot? They're a uh, Christian uh, uh let's see. Christian rock band. Lost. Yeah. Yep. Kind of lost me right of there. Of course, Scott Farkas is gonna bring up the only Christian yeah. rock band that other than POD. Yeah, they're 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 slightly August Burns Red. Oh, that's true, they are. Uh, There's yeah. a lot of Lancaster metal, Lancaster Between PA, the by the way, huh? metal bands oh, that yeah. are Christian. Yeah. Uh, Child for, yeah. Isn't technically, isn't As I Lay Dying technically? Yeah, well, Christian yeah. Were Christian? Yeah, until yeah. until they started paying to have their spouses. There was that little thing. There was that little scuffle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Switch in Ecclesiastes, though. Thou shall pay a hitman <laughs> to murder thy wife or something. And then say oopsie. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, all right. So you're a little bit behind the, the eight ball on the uh, or a little bit behind the curve. Uh, it's on probably the, uh, a fucking stupid story. I don't have to tell it. You don't, there are no stupid here. stories on here. No. Yeah. Let's get to know the Hazenberg. Uh, when we went, when we opened, we, we opened seven years ago, there weren't a lot of breweries in our area. There was there. And really it was just sort of us and the Chamonix Creek was the closest brewery to us. And then, uh, our friends at naked and, um, but we were geographically the closest to the Chamonix Creek. We were probably six minutes away from them. We still are just, we moved, but they had, you know, at that time they were besides, you know, kicking ass on the German lagers and stuff and that they were they were they had county line ipa and they had a lot of other ipas that were out that you know they this is sort of the start of shape of, of hops to come yeah if you're familiar with that beer oh yeah and you know sort of the progenitor for all of that style that they've done so we we were very close and remain close with, with uh one of the guys that was there jeremy and we had decided that we were going to try to to fit in in the area by not making beers that they made Okay. So we thought again, bad idea now, but we <laughs> thought at the time that we were going to be quirky because we were tiny and we would make, you know, we would be the dogfish head of that, you know, depending on when, what area you think of dogfish head, we'd be the dogfish head of the area with these quirky beers. So we, you know, Nishamini Creek had German lagers, Pilsners, um, they had like, you know, really nice wheat beer. They had a great, you know, very hot forward West Coast, uh, 
I would count maybe wouldn't call County line West coast, but I mean, it was a, it was a much danker, bitter yeah. I, version of style, probably just a really American, good, you know, American IPA. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they were getting into the, the new England style. And so we decided, all right, well, how are we going to fit in? Because our, our thought was let's get people to come to goblet and then go to Neshaminy Creek to get, you know, and not feel like they were just rehashing the same beers. Now, fast forward now, and like everybody's got the same beers everywhere, and there's <laughs> you you like trip and fall, and you hit your fucking head on a brewery step. So it doesn't matter anymore. But at the time we made that decision, ultimately it hurt us. Probably it hurt us in ways that it hurt us and helped us. But it hurt us because you know while other people are coming out with these hype beers that people really gravitated towards and rated highly on Untapped, yeah, we're making beers with rosemary and basil basil Belgians and triple with lavender and all these tea infused beers. And, you know, so we kind of got a, a name. And if you, you know, if you were coming in, what did I leave? Wait, well, oh, hold on. We lost your flavors. Oh, there we go. You weren't, you weren't going to like us. Did you lose me? Well, yeah, your audio dropped out for like a second. Just for like a second. Yeah. But. Oh, okay. Whatever. So that's the story. So that's why we really didn't make a hazy IPA until probably 2019. Okay. Hey, I mean, it makes sense. Cheers for you for holding off. <laughs> no, so it long. doesn't. It makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no it's sense. Like, I mean, it's I, not I, being nice. It, it was dumb, but it's, it's okay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, you know, you're you're being nice. We, you know, it was we 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 should have done, but we also were, and that was part of the the whole allure of that style was that we didn't want to make it and have it compl- and have it suck. Right. Like we just didn't want to do it for the sake of doing it. And what we were seeing is that there were a lot of breweries that were just jumping on the, the, the wagon yeah. and whether it was a good style or not, they were, you know, they were running with it. They're and keeping the lights on we, with it. Yeah. We, we, we didn't want to do that. So we, so truly Hazenberg was our first, you know, hazy IPA and I, I'm not, no joke. It came out. I think the first version came out 2019. I love the quote on the can. It says bullshit. Broken goblet does not do hazy IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Oh, yeah. Truth, truth in advertising. So, um, and we got known for that. People were like, Oh, they don't make IPAs. They're not, we had, we, our most popular IPA at that t- till then was a, uh, English, like an English style IPA. I mean, so I, super bitter and malty. I don't think I, yeah. And prior to that was the, uh, I don't know if you're talking about, but is that the Jason, that's not the Jason Kelsey beer, right? No, no. The no. Kelsey beer, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call a hazy IPA either. I mean, it was no, just sort a, of an, like an American, IPA, yeah. Kelsey was before. Um, the Kelsey beer was before we made Azenberg. Yeah. I mean, we were making IPAs here and there, but, but he wanted an IPA and that's why we made that beer. Um, cause we wanted to try to maximize sales quickly for the charity. That's really where that came out of his favorite style of beer is like Belgian whites. Oh, really? But oh, wow. We knew that, a you know, like an Allagash white clone was not going to sell the way an IPA would sell. So we went with, with what he had, what he, you know, what he thought and what we thought. That's kind of awesome to yeah. hear that, like, you know, Jason Kelsey's got this, like, beer preference and knows, like... Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, that'll sell. Go with an IPA. <laughs> super, super craft beer guy. Like, oh, that's awesome. Which is... Drink, you know, like, anything, but he's, he's a craft beer dude. Yeah, see, he he struck me as a dude who would just, like, crush, like, bush ices or something. Like, he's, <laughs> Keystone ice or something. No, he was, he's more into, definitely more into craft and, and what got him in, I, I want to I could be saying the wrong Eagle, but it, nobody's going to fact check me on this. I think maybe Jason Peters bought him a homebrew kit. Jason what? Peters, really? <laughs> or, 
Yeah. I don't, <laughs> somebody on the Eagles that, that's a bigger name bought him a homebrew kit for, as a present, and that really got him into it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. That's actually how I got into Broken Goblet was getting that beer. I mean, that was one of those uh, beers I saw when I was going through, you know, the grocery store. And I went, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Is that Jason Kelsey on that? <laughs> yeah. And I just picked it yeah. up. And we've raised almost 20 grand for charity with that beer so far. Oh, wow. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Um, yeah. Dan, let's, uh, let's talk about this beer a little bit. Oh, of course. Yeah. This is, um, this was actually a beer that Scott Farkas actually gifted to me to try out, um, previously. <laughs> Again, Farkas Farkas Farm Brewing, uh, great, Mm. great brewery. Um, you know, guy's kind of a dick, but you know, yeah. It was Scott Farkas was trying to get rid of the beers that I brought him. Is that what he was doing? (laughs) (laughs) He, he sold it to Dan at a loss. It's okay. (laughs) He knows what I like. And, um, this is exactly what I, I, I'm the, I guess the IPA historian of this uh, podcast. So, um, this is exactly what I look for in a hazy new England style IPA. Uh, it's, you know, it's got a great mouthfeel, but it's, you know, light bodied. So this is the kind of hazy IPA where I could have at least, you know, one or two more after it and not feel completely bloated. Uh, Citro Mosaic are like the Riggs and Murtaugh. They're the buddy cop Mm -hmm. story of hazy IPA. So it works out really well with it. And, you know, I was, I'm I'm sitting here, I've done this on a couple episodes. I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, I'm motoring through this. I'm kind of sad because it is delicious. (laughs) I pick and I pick up my can. There's a little weight to it. So (laughs) cheers to me. Um, oh, that was a shit pour. Oh God. Tom is not on his level today. Nope. Not good. Not good. Oh God. Kane. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. I mean, it's not like, it's not like most Citroen Mosaic, uh, IPAs that I've had. Um, it's kind of a little bit more mellow. It's not as juicy. Tom, I'm trying my best. I I can't find any paper towels. I know. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really good. Um, really enjoyable. It's like, uh, you know, not super heavy. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm enjoying <laughs> what's left on in my, uh, in my glass, uh, on, on it. God damn it. Tom, text your wife for a paper towel. I'm going to, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll go into, uh, talk about this. So, I mean, you're, you're a classic, like half, you know, half cup, you know, poor, you kind of got that from your, uh, yeah, from your YouTube videos, you yeah. know, you do your half cup pour and everything, you know, my, it's my Garrett, it's my inner Garrett Oliver. Yeah. You're Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn. So you kind of yeah. do your half pour and everything and do that. Um, I knew you were going to dunk that too. As soon as I saw <laughs> you pour, I was like, man, Tom is really going at this and he's not like the big IPA drinker. So I was really surprised when he dunked that right into the pint glass. It's not a, it's not an overpowering IPA. It's, it's, we're, you know, we, no, super approach. It was our first, it was our first recipe. We've made much more, uh, juicy ones than that, but that was our first one. And it's, it's always done really well, um, for us, you know, just in terms of volume of, of sales and people, it's easy to get. It doesn't crush you. It doesn't have lactose in it. It's not super heavy on your palate. Doing the Lord's work there. I think that's what, um, hazy IPAs kind of do for people. Um, there's a classic IPA drinkers, uh, like myself when I first started, you know, the pioneer, the more, the more cat piss, the better for me. That's what I liked about like American and West coast IPAs. Yeah. And then they made them more approachable with new England IPAs. You know, it kept that bitterness for the fans like me and made it more approachable for the people who, you know, knock on 
the doors of breweries when they're closed and ask for the hazies. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people really like the the uh, the old hazies. Uh, I mean, the quicker picker upper, Tom. Hey. It's my Costco special. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we we've talked about it a bunch. That just. Hayes craze isn't going. It, it ain't going anywhere. Ain't going nowhere. They're Hayes, hazy IPAs is a style that is just that's it's with us now. It's it's in the uh, always with us. Yeah, it's in the uh, the lexicon of uh, of beer brewing now. Well, we're transitioning as a beer culture into things that don't taste like beer, and well, that's yeah. and and that makes it more accessible by nature. Yeah, some things so that it's, some it's what it is. Yeah, a lot of people like things that get compared to Limp Bizkit. Um, you know, it's just you know sometimes it just uh, it, that kind of thing gets imprinted into your mind, and um, you know it. it uh, Every time he gets into this conversation, I start seeing the soapbox develop under his feet. What? Like it just I'm, it just reemerges. I'm, ju- I'm I'm like I'm just I'm going off of what Mike said. It's you know people don't like uh, they they don't they're starting to get away from beer that tastes like beer. They'd rather, you know, smooge their way up to a beer that tastes like a, you know, a naked, a naked drink, you know, <laughs> like a bold house farms. Yeah. Um, Look, uh, when I was in college and I'm old, uh, we would drink Zima. I don't know if you guys are, you probably maybe too young to remember Zima. I, I mean, when I remember you, Zima, but yeah. When did you transition to a male? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would drink well, we full know, on support you because it was like, <laughs> It wasn't beer. It was, you know, in college, we were drinking liquor mixed with stuff and we were drinking Zima. And then, you know, you start, you start to graduate into having a better, like a palate that's looking for more things. I'll use a different example. So I don't fucking date myself anymore. You know, (laughs) if you're younger, you might be like, I'm going to drink a screwdriver. It's vodka with a whole shit ton of orange juice. Right. And then at some, at some point you move into, well, now I'm, maybe I like vodka. Now I'm going to start now I'm going to do vodka and club, or maybe I want to do martini, or now I'm just going to do vodka neat with different kinds of vodka or whatever. I think it's that maturation process, but beer has flipped it. And now we have a whole bunch of people that are like, I actually just want this to taste like a juice bar drink that gets me drunk. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm right there with you, Dan. What was, what was my, uh, definitely not drinking in high school drink. Come on. You definitely not drinking in high school. Yeah. What well, was when we were definitely not drinking in high school? Oh, we were definitely not drinking Smirnoff ice. Oh, uh, well, no, there was that. We were around the, we went to college around the icing phase. Uh, well, I mean, is, we were a little before icing. I mean, I think that was it? a generation after us because no, I never iced anybody when I was in college. I definitely iced somebody in college. Oh was, man. Yeah. Maybe I was just behind the curve on that. Um, yeah. I mean, Smirnoff ice is just the bastard stepchild. Of I think it was like, mind. yeah, Mike's hard lemonade. Mike's hard lemonade. There it is. I yeah. started with Mike's hard lemonade. Yeah. You brought, oh, you brought like two forties to my graduation party of yes, Mike's hard lemonade. Yes, did. I didn't know it came in forties. Yep. Drank two forties. It shouldn't even lemonade. be allowed to be called a 40. <laughs> it should only be a 40. If it's, if it is actual malt liquor, I think and about like, it now I'm and get heartburn. English. I think about it right now and I'm getting heartburn, like acid. Ref- <laughs> I'm getting instant acid reflux. It can, it about can it. only be old E or hurricane. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the it. Slurricane. Yeah. Or like Mickey's grenades. <laughs> Mickey's big mouths. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, so I guess while we're, while we're staring at a BC rich with diamond plating behind it, <laughs> let's talk about, um, 
Let's talk about brutal. Let's talk about brutal brewing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So um, it did a little bit of a. Uh, we did a little background check. Yeah, on background you guys. check on you guys. Um, so we were reading about how uh, how uh, broken goblet broken goblet came to be. Um, so you yeah. guys started out as a beer club. Correct. So how yeah. do how do you go from beer club to uh, to a brewery? Well. I was, I was recording an album, uh, with a, with a producer and, and I'm the drummer and I'm kind of OCD and I'm neurotic and he's a drummer. So we would just spend like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours on drum tracks and tones (laughs) and sounds and, you know, moving things around and quantizing, but not making it sound like it's quantized because this is like, you know, early, mid, early to mid two thousands. And we spent a lot of time. Triggers, uh, together t- drinking <laughs> and playing music and listening to music. And at some point around, I want to say like 2011, I was recording another album with him and my band. And we, we were one night, we were like, you know, what, you know, music, metal music sucks. Like the music, not metal <laughs> music, sucks. the music industry sucks, especially for metal bands. Like every, every musician wants to play metal, but uh, metal musicians are the ones that seem like they get, have the worst situations, you know, like we'd make the least amount of money, have the hardest time getting, uh, recognized, et cetera, et cetera. So we started popping bands to make money. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so we're trying, so he was, you know, he was kind of specialized in recording metal. And one night we were like, you know, what would you do? You know, bullshitting, drinking, what would you do? uh, You know, if you weren't doing this and he kind of, you know, one of those sort of nebulous questions that just sits out there for five seconds, 10 seconds. And then we both simultaneously, you know, as the story goes, said, you know, like open a bar and brewery or something, you know, like, it, and, and the way that Jay, who's one of the owners of Broken Goblet, um, and myself, the way we functioned was like, as soon as we said that, and we both looked at each other, like he saved, saved, uh, you know, the audio file <laughs> and we t- turned in his chair and he's like, all right, so if we were going to do that, like for real, what would that look like? So we spent the next probably hour and a half. And by the end of that hour and a half, we had come up with a name and a concept and like a lot of ideas that, that made sense. And what, one of those things in that 90 minute period of time, we actually still have the whiteboard where we drew it all out was that we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like we, we neither of us can brew beer. We've never <laughs> owned a, a, a hospitality or service industry <laughs> business, let alone, you know, worked at one. Right. I barked in a little bit in college, but nothing serious. So we're like, how would we know what we're doing and what kind of place would we be? And we both decided that the way we would do it is that we would create a club and we would have meetings at the recording studio. Hmm. And what we would do at the studio would be, we would have kind of glorified beer bottle shares and we'd always have an entertainment for people and we'd make them pay and they'd have to pay to come in. They'd have this thing. And then we would do like a blind taste test. So we had all these ideas. So we, the brutal beer club got formed then and it grew really fast. And out of that, we were trying to hope to find somebody that could brew beer that would actually show up to this. <laughs> so a guy ended up, ended up was a, was a roundabout fan of my band and was also friends with the current bass player in the band. He was a home brewer. He was actually going to college and was doing a class in home brewing, like you sciences sort of class. Nice. And he had said, you know, he was kind of interested in maybe doing it. And then Jay's brother, Bubba, who's also the third owner of Broken Goblet, 
said he was a home brewer. He's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe I could help. So it just sort of blossomed from there. And the club basically begat the, the brewery because then we started focus group testing without them knowing it. Names, logos, artwork, beers, con, you know, concepts, ideas for what the brewery would look like, how it would, you know, what would be our pillars and stuff. I mean, it was, it was pretty serious. And these meetings would be two or three hours. People really engaged. So started as a beer club. The brewery was going to be named Brutal. That <laughs> didn't happen uh, for a long story with a lawsuit and stuff. But ultimately, the story was better and the name was better because in retrospect, Brutal is not a good name. Um, it wasn't as marketable and it was more. I know. I know. It wasn't though. Like what I've learned in, uh, in, in this industry is that you got to go with your clientele. And I don't know if our 55 and older would really care or know what brutal was Man, and I why. Would, I would really, I would really love to see a brutal brewery sticker slapped on a stop sign next to like a day once dead sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we, we, you know, so, well, we couldn't name it that anyway. We got into a, a big, uh, a big lawsuit, but, or not big, but a weird, a weird, very weird lawsuit. But, uh, so we had to change the name, Cha- the name got changed. The story's kind of out there. So it's not going to rehash it, but goblet got broke. I, we, we, you know, you spend all this fucking money trying to trademark things. It's really not a fun process. And, and I was just going through my phone, saw this picture of this goblet that was all broken. And I just sort of out spurted out like, what about broken goblet? And, uh, it wasn't taken. And then it sort of became our David versus Goliath story. So people really rallied around us because they knew the story of the lawsuit and why we had to change the name. And, and so, uh, that was really the, the catalyst. But we always knew we were going to be music centric. That was our that was our goal. And we really wanted to open a place like we have now with a big stage and shit. We just we couldn't afford it and didn't we didn't want to spend all this money and then totally fuck up and not knowing what, you know, have no idea what we're doing, be really bad at what we did and then just waste all that money. So that's why we opened small in Bristol and kind of grew from there. So where were you guys originally in Bristol? We are we were where Second Sin is now. Oh, okay. where they are. Yeah, yeah. They basically bought the place from us, Turnkey. Oh, that's or cool. Took over the lease from us, Turnkey. That's awesome. But like, bought our tables, our chairs, our bar, like everything in there is not everything, but most of the stuff that's in there we built. Actually, your involvement with music was actually the second reason I got into like drinking beers from Broken Goblet. Was actually the unearthed beer that you mentioned. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's, that's fucking awesome. I remember listening to Unearth as a, you know, when I was younger and seeing that you guys, were collaborating with a band was really cool. I mean, obviously, you know, you had Nishamini had having their anniversary shows and being affiliated with so many great bands. And I was like, you know what? I would love to see that, you know, with other breweries and Broken Goblet, Unearthed Beer. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> they were always the punk. They were like the punk brewery and we were the metal brewery. But yeah. they more embodied punk with how they were. We have to walk this weird line because our clientele is decidedly not metal. But we are, you know, but, but like sort of, if you peel back a layer, uh, yeah. we, it's, it's a very metal brewery. That's awesome. So, yeah. And yeah. that's another reason I was, you know, kind of telling Tom, I'm like, yeah, we need to get broken goblet on here. I want to know about <laughs> this unearthed beer. <laughs> well, we, we toured with them a little bit and then, um, we all, they were one of the bands that we just, the Trevor, the singer from unearth is a huge, huge, huge craft beer dude. Uh, it's awesome. Um, uh, so is, uh, uh, oh my God. Well, I'm, I'm in back. I'm at a senior moment. Jesus Christ. The guitar player. 
Oh my God. Never mind. Anyway, the, 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 the other guitar, Buzz, Buzz McGrath. Jesus, man. Hey, he's not watching. <laughs> one, um, one of the seven string guitar players in on earth. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. There's Ken and Buzz are the guitar players. I don't even think Mark Ken McGrath, drinks, yeah. but Buzz and Trevor, big crap beer dudes out of Boston, um, at big IPA guys. And so when we were, we, we, I periodically talked to them about, and, and we, we just started to connect a little bit after the whole George Floyd thing hit. Because we were talking about, you know, what could we do from a charity perspective? Black is Beautiful had just come out um, and was making the rounds. And not that we didn't think that was great because we didn't. I still think that was that was an unbelievably awesome idea. We've always kind of done our own thing. Like, yeah, whether it looks like you're, I don't want to look like a loner, but we've always sort of marched to the beat of our own drum. I'm a so, loner, Dottie. A rebel. <laughs> yeah, a rebel. Um, there's things you don't want to know about me. <laughs> the, 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 well, I'd love to make a PB Herman beer. I really would, but I really would. The, um, I just lost my train of thought. So anyway, uh, honor Trevor. <laughs> honor black the, is beautiful. Yeah. It, black, yeah. So we made our own black hearts now rain. And then we're, we're actually kind of spoiler alert. We're, we're about to announce another, another beer that will be out this oh. summer Ooh. Uh, with Unearth. That's a more summer focused beer definitely uh more on the hoppy side of things because that's what trevor really really wants um oh, and uh like an unearthed we're gonna, now they're probably going to come down and brew with us and we're going to do sort of like a video thing so should be cool oh that's so, really cool yeah to have them yeah. involved in the brewing process too yeah and I, I mean just you know you know how that is it's more optics than anything i don't know if they're going to come down and like spend five and a half hours brewing the beer but we might spend a couple hours and then we're going to do a, brew, a beer tour and go around and I'm going to take him to some breweries there. And then I think we're once it released, we're going to go back up to Boston and he's going to take us around to some breweries up there that he loves. And it should be fun. Sort of, you know, a little back his side, our side. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Wait, there's more than more than just Sam Adams in Boston. (laughs) Surprisingly there is. Yes, (laughs) there is. Oh, man. There's a place called Trilium or uh, Trilium, tri- Trilium or something. Yeah, yeah. there's them. Oh. Trilium House. I don't know. No, never heard of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's some good, obviously some good spots up there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, Dan, final thoughts on the the old the old uh, Hazenberg here. I was a fan coming into this already, so I knew I was going to like this beer as soon as I cracked it. Uh, I really feel bad for you, Tom, that you got to only enjoy two thirds of the beer and your keyboard got to enjoy the other third. Oh yeah. The, uh, uh, the brawny man got to endure the, uh, the <laughs> other third of it. I just think of, uh, what was that? Uh, Anchorman. <laughs> He's the brawny paper towel guy Like breaks down the door. Oh, that's, I, um, uh, stepbrothers. Uh, oh, it is yeah. stepbrothers. Never mind. Not anchor. Lumberjack. The lumberjack. I traveled 800 miles to give you my seed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this beer, um, as your first hazy, I, I think you guys knocked it out of the park. This is approachable for all, I would say, the novice craft beer drinker to the experienced craft beer drinker who, like myself, just drinks IPAs all the time. So, yeah, I enjoyed this right off the bat. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's nice because it's super approachable. Um, it's not uh, overly hoppy. It's not overly juicy. Um, I know it's, uh, I guess, it's labeled as a New England IPA on untapped um which we, we won't get into um but um, is it really yeah um uh i, I mean, don't think could have got bonus points is it one of the 17 versions of it that's been that's been added by a customer like, uh, I, go in and fix? I don't know it's it, it very well could be um awesome because you said it had what did you say it had a trident in it 
It's something, yeah, something from the description that was copy and pasted from Untapped. Something that said try. Yeah, when well, what's the the can probably says Centennial or no? Is it? I have to look at it. I have to. I, it's Citroen Mosaic, with, like, uh, dry hopped with. Uh, oh yeah, hopped with Centennial, Centennial yeah. Citroen Mosaic, and then dry hopped with Citroen Mosaic. So part of the problem with Untapped is that people add copies of the beer, and you have to go in and unify them all and connect them all. Uh, so you have to suppress them all yourself. Which is, which oh. is just another flaw in the shit show that is untapped. It, it like, why give, why give the public access to that? Why, why let well, them, they, you can, you can add any beer you want and then I can go in and manually, uh, like merge them, but I have to, but I have to do it. And, and, uh, you know, speaking of mistakes while we're on it, we we're anti on, we're very anti untapped at Broken Goblin. Yeah, we're we're pretty anti untapped here. We pay for untapped now because they gave me such an offer I couldn't refuse for our digital <laughs> menus and our print menus that 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 you know the Godfather deemed it right, and so I said okay. So what happened is we have now have six years of untapped things that we have to go in and manually uh, merge, uh, and it's literally it takes you know it takes time to do it, and we, and so I have a feeling that that description is not the. I hope that score is right. I don't fucking know at this point. You know, it could be a 2.6. You know, I, I I would love to shame you for that. But if Untapped came to us and was like, hey, here's some money. we If they came to us and said, he, hey, here's $15, we'd be like, we're going to delete every episode where we talk bad about you, <laughs> which is about 60. I don't know. We're on 60. This is the 63rd episode. So yeah. we're going to delete 62 episodes and, uh, and you know, we'll, we'll bow down. But well, yeah. I, let me make it. I just want to be clear in case they don't send lawyers after us. They didn't pay us. We we were paying a company called Tap Hunter, and oh, we okay. would do our menus through them and our print menus and and like on your website, your men, the menu be driven by this thing called Tap Hunter. It was just it was like Untap, mm. but we were paying approximately thirteen hundred bucks a year for that service. Untap came to me and said, "We'll do the exact same thing for six hundred. And oh. I was like, uh, you know, in, in the middle of COVID, I'm like, well, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah. So they, so I had it. So that they, they essentially paid it. you without paying you. They made, they definitely offer. And I'm, I, you know, not, we have no, again, I still, I, I told the girl on the phone how I felt about them very they seriously. Put a, they put a horse head in tap hunter's bed. <laughs> yeah, they basically did, but I told, but, but they have been very good support wise. I can't, I can't knock them for that. I mean, they, you know, I, I have ways I think you could fix Untapped. I'm sure everybody has their own opinions of it, but you know, it, the problem with it is that it's a it's a weaponizable and, and beer nerds in the groups when I use that word, they, they have, fucking hate it. All they have to it's do is weaponizable. Delete, delete the rating part. Get yeah. rid of the ratings. That's Just all check it is. in your it's beers. A, it's as simply well, as make that. Make it so that I could see, you can rate the beer, but let me only be the one that sees it. So yeah. give me the feedback. Oh, oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Let brewers see. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Let If I'm a business, I can see it. You can't see it. I'm just that way. But, but they don't want that. They want it. People, they want you to know that they rated your beer too. And they want the public to see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired. Of two, I'm tired too. of two things on untapped. I'm tired of seeing, uh, very good beers get harmed by shitty ratings and I'm tired of being told to go to Levante. 
<laughs> That's the, the two things I'm tired of. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which I don't have a problem with Levante. I'll yeah. go to Levante. James Adams probably just got a fucking check for you saying that word. So, uh, <laughs> he's, okay. hey, he's, a, he's a friend of the podcast. He is a friend of the yeah. podcast. Yeah, he probably, he, he, yeah they, they're, but look, they, I mean, they do a great job. So no no, no, yeah. no comments on that. But No, it's just yeah, every, every check-in I put in, it's like, here's your badge. Also, have you heard about this brewery called Levante? Yeah, they're the promo code. <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah, it takes, I mean, they take it seriously. And yeah. That, I mean, and that's good because I'm, let me tell you a very, a really fast story. So the Kelsey beer, we wanted it to go into Vore. Right. Yeah. Right. So we reached out. <laughs> um, I reached out. What? Oh, uh, Matt from recent PA hit me with an easy. Oh, uh, listen, those two. those two. I'm not making fun of Levante at all. I love them. I respect them. They have a fantastic business. Oh, yeah. Model, I'm a huge and they're fan. Kicking yeah. ass. I'm just joking because it's a fun. It's yeah. true. It's no, I mean, I mean, true. they paid they paid for Matt's new laptop with the Brewers and PA. Uh, yeah. March Madness bracket. Well, them, them and <laughs> Scott, old Scott Farkas over there. Oh, yeah. Scott Farkas signed a check there. He's getting a new camera over there. Yeah, Farkas and Jim Adams. Yeah, he's getting another. Yeah, Farkas is getting another gold-plated microphone to put on his desk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other owner, the other owner, watched that Twitch stream that I did at, at Warwick, and, and he was like, "Jesus fuck Christ!" It's like ten thousand dollars of the microphones on that desk. <laughs> like we can't even afford to buy fucking hats for our patrons. Yeah, he's got that Joe Rogan table set up in that room too. Is it, his setup, their their setup is awesome. Warwick is part poised to just absolutely destroyed because they have obviously liquids great they're fun dudes and also that facility is going to fucking just slay yeah oh yeah it's yeah it's going to just slay i'm so jealous of that of that facility it's just <sighs> yeah that's it's it's, it's mind numbing that wraparound porch is just going to be it, it's you're gonna um, you're gonna have to I, and i'm all for it just you're gonna have to fist fight somebody to get on that porch <laughs> He's going to, yeah, but well, the, just the whole, the greenery and the, and the way that they can do all that out there, it's just, it's just going to be awesome. Um, and I can't wait till he gets his first, uh, bad review on Facebook so he can go ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't wait. laughs> He's going to lose his mind. <laughs> oh, the hair's they're going to get, they're going to get their first review. And then some guy named Scott Farkas is going to reply to it. Yeah. <laughs> some, some, you don't know some what you're talking about. Some person's going to be like, I had to wait like four fucking minutes. <laughs> just to be told what the, the dry op schedule was for that beer they made two years ago. Some I'm never going back. Some guy that looked like so, Joe Dirt flipped me off. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think he plays hockey. He looked really mean. I asked him what the bathroom was. He told me to fuck myself. <laughs> so he no, they, they, they do they do they do a great job. And and Levante, Matt, and Chad, if you're listening. Are, are they do a great job too? I'm not. I'm just just <laughs> laughing at, at the uh, at the at the comment of the of uh, about Untapped. Yeah. But anyway, I was, but back back to our sad stories because it's about me today. Um, <laughs> uh, we were going to put Kelsey on 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 to on Tavor, however you're supposed to pronounce it, and they it was above a four, and we were going through the process, and then there was a whole group of people that came. I don't know if they ever were even the brewery. But they all rated it like a 0.25, the beer on Untapped, and said Eagles suck, hate the Eagles, fuck the Eagles, trash beer, trash team, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Knocked it down to like a 3.99 nine or something, whatever. 
So I get the email from Tavor and they're like, sorry, we, you know, we can't have your beer on there anymore. That's why untapped is weaponizable. Oh yeah. They knock me off because, because if you're below a four, they don't, if your brewery is over a four in total, I don't think they care, but they were going to take that beer because it was rated over a four on untapped. And when it knocked down below a four, the girl wrote me and apologized and said, I'm really, really sorry. That's why untapped is weaponizable because that hurts our bottom line for a beer that raises money for charity. Oh, that's fucked up. Well, sir, for, I mean, that's, that's fucked up from Tavor that they, they, go I think up. it's fucked up on behalf of Tavor going off of untapped versus, Hey, this is a beer for charity and Super Bowl champions. That's a national championship right there. Oh, and by the way, if you want a uh, $10 off your first box of $25 or more, you can use promo code best, best friends pod. That's promo code best, best friends P O D. <laughs> yeah is that promo code still active yep oh shit <laughs> we get nothing from that we get nothing from it uh, we had a, a we had a friend of ours set it up and we we're just like awesome i mean we just want to promote I, it they, they have to have a way to to, to 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 i understand i'm not i wasn't mad at her and i told her i'm like i, I understand i said i just think it's shitty that you can that i can get knocked down like that in a, in a week span well, in how, the process of like setting up paperwork basically. Well, I, I mean, I guess I get it in the fact that how can they, how can they put your beer up there if they can't uh, just copy and paste the same description for your beer that every other beer is on there of uh, this was rated the uh, number one beer uh, in the country in 1995 from Brewers Aficionado magazine uh, issue number 142. It's all the same. Every single beer is like, it's, this is the greatest beer of all time. I have taken a stance against Devor because I knew it was just going to drain my wallet, but yeah, it, I watched, I, I watched took it the, off my, I took it off my homepage. <laughs> I, I literally had to pick Tom up off the floor, like, like an addict and like get him away from Tavor. I was just like, we're going to clean you up, Tom. Don't worry. We're going to clean you up, man. <laughs> You're like, but I need all these Detroit Theory beers. I need them all. He was like, dude, another Anchorage beer dropped. I'm like, you need to get away. <laughs> dude, we still have a $50 bottle in our fridge. It's I know. Just, it's just sitting there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't knock them. I, I more knock the fact that that's, that's when people are it's like, a, oh, it doesn't matter. It does fucking matter. Yeah, when, you know, and I know the Brews and PA guys, I know their bracket. I'm this, I'm not complaining about it. I, I'm not, I am not complaining about it, but like, I'd like to be in that, but I don't have a high enough on tax score. I understand that. But that, you know, that's how people can get hurt with a score. It's real arbitrary. And when there are fucking breweries that are making beers that are exploding, like exploding, literally exploding, and, and they're like literally exploding, not just like blowing up because they're great. Yeah, they're exploding. They're, and they're, it's literal domestic terrorism. Yeah. Do we have to go into this again? Do I have to talk about how <laughs> some breweries are basically the Timothy McVeigh of craft brewing? Oof, I mean, oof. yeah, yeah uh, they get, but they get they go get back to listen to episode 62. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. There, I, there was a whole thread on. I want to say good beer hunting or one of those sites that said there was talking about how this beer like the reviews were like it exploded. I only got to drink two thirds of it. But what I had was awesome four and a quarter. Fuck you. Fuck you where you fuck your mom. Fuck your whole life <laughs> for reviewing that beer. Four and a quarter. I mean, come on. Have you, ha, do you, have you, that ever, was awesome. have you ever heard of a little Instagram, uh, profile called a, uh, or Instagram account called untapped WTF? 
Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we've had him on the podcast. Um, he's the hero this industry deserves. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we get in on, uh, we, we, we keep going deeper and deeper. You ready for another beer? Deeper and deeper. Deeper. Uh, um, we're going to, we're, let's get into, let's, let's, uh, get a little ghoul action here. Is that the nitro one you picked up today? Is it nitro? I, I have no idea. It's just, just say a, it on the, it is. I'm sure it is. It yep, just nitro sure can. Give it a, Give it a couple shakes. Maybe play the POD drop again and shake. It oh yeah. By the, the way, guys, if you want to follow us on untapped, that's best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends. P O D. Ooh, the ballad. I've been trying to get this off of the drops because I hate this one so much. All right. Dan, if you keep pushing, I'm just going to replace it with satellite by Dave Matthews band. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Satellite. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, dude, this thing got solid. All right. And guys, I got my hands all ready. It's, it, I got my hands all over. Spurred. It got hard. Yeah. And you know, the, the last sound that you hear on this podcast might be. <laughs> it's going to spurt a little bit. Get ready, but it won't explode. That's These nitro cans are temperamental. There's, there's no re-fermented fruit in this one. There is not, but it will spurt a little. All right. One, two, three. Oh, oh. it's not awful. Right. No. No, no, no give it, give it all, give it a hard ass pour. <laughs> hard like you're in the pit for POD. You got a child tattoo on your arm, and you just are ready to. You're tired of all how these does spin he, kickers. How does he know you me? Want to push? How does he know me? My my etnies are, are <laughs> the treads on my etnies are really wearing thin. Pour harder. I see you. You got to pour harder. There you go. Oh, that's it. Angry. <laughs> all right. Oh, look at that. Oh man! Well, let's, now we got to let it settle a little bit. I might just let this get frothy, man. I'm seeing, I'm watching the approach of the bubbles here. So um, while we're doing that, I'll just kind of talk about the yeah, goal. Hell yeah! I can't wait to hear this description. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from uh, yeah, let's see if this untapped really nails it this time. Let's Hold see, on, let's see. can I just do this? <laughs> You can. You can. That'll be all weird and esoteric. <laughs> I, I can barely fucking read it. It's like, it's literally like a ghost album cover. It looks, um, yeah, it looks, like, <laughs> it looks like my POD belly bumper. It's iambic pentameter uh, you laid out. Oh, Jesus. It is. No, I made that up. Oh, fuck. I was going to be like, no way. Um, our There's 666 <laughs> characters in this. Our ghost stout, an ale that looks like a cream ale, but drinks like a stout, deceptive and full of flavor. 6.3%. That's fair. Change is scary. That's probably one we wrote. People, people change. Things change. Situations change. The world changes. God damn it. You're going to read this. <laughs> no, <laughs> just some thirsty no, over here. <laughs> no, that, that first sentence is just, it's, it's nice. Cheers, man. Right. Dan, Mike, Cheers, still drinking that on earth beer. I am. It's 11%. So I'm, but I'm about to transition. Oh, I'm super Not the way you mm. think, but <laughs> man, that nitro makes a difference. Oh Yeah so um a little backstory here uh dan has had hazenberg like you mentioned uh one of the only beers that i've had from broken goblet uh prior to this episode was the ghoul i gifted it oh, to you whoops. dan gifted it to me um <clears throat> because he knows my love of uh malty beverages you're a, um, you're a stouty boy yeah. we've talked about it on the podcast and i i really enjoyed um the white stout when i had it it was um it was really nice. It was just like a nice change of pace. And it's like that. Uh, it's like the, it's like the, I would say it's like the, uh, the twist 
cone that you get, you know, a nice little vanilla twist in that chocolatey flavor. Oh, okay. Um, like a, like a Mr. Softy. Yeah. Um, but this nitro makes a world like it, it's super, super creamy. There is a night and day difference between this one and just the normal ghoul. Mm-hmm. In it's my wild, opinion. man. It's wild. And as you let it warm it, you know, we knew, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. It, it, it's weird. So the, 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 the way, the, re, the way we, the, what we learn about these beers with these nitro beers, and there's a reason why we did a whole bunch of them. That's like kind of more logistical than anything. But so we, we decided we wanted to do, we, well, we needed to do a bunch more nitro beers. But we wanted to do some off kilter beers. We didn't know how it was going to turn out. We had no fucking clue. So the thing we learned is that, you know, and you read about it, but it's hard, you know, you read about it it's generally with stout. But the right. way that it works with this is that the nitro really sort of clouds the sweetness when it first hits. And then as it warms, the sweetness starts to kind of permeate through. So it's wild that as you if you sip it slowly, you know, not slowly, but if you don't, you know, chug it as it warms up a little bit, five, 10 degrees, that more tiramisu like flavor comes out. So what you oh, get man. right now is like dark chocolate, you know, coffee, dark, you know, like dark roast coffee. And not really any sweetness. And by the end of it, you're going to be like getting hit with that chocolatey, yeah. you know, vanilla. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I was I was very curious because this is the first um, nitro can, can we've had, had on, on the yeah. podcast. So I I would I'm very curious as to like what goes into the process. What what went into the thought process behind like, hey, let's do a fucking nitro can because I, honestly, like the, all, the only nitro cans I've had before are like. Guinness. Guinness left hand yeah. does yeah. a nitro. Um was uh, uh Breckenridge, I believe, did a yep. their vanilla does. porter on uh nitro. Yep. Um, but that's about it. Everything else is like poured from a, a nitro a hand pump or a, a you know a nitro tap. I will yeah, say left hand oh, okay. go ahead. sorry, sorry, man. No, finish. I was gonna say, um, I did gift this to uh Tom because I did get two of them um early, non-nitro. I will say this. I like the nitro more than the regular. I thought the the regular, you know, it was my first white stout, so I wasn't really, I didn't know what to expect. And but this just gave it so much more body, being nitro, that I, I'm enjoying it so much more than I did mm-hmm. the original. Yeah, it, it it's wild. I mean, left hand is the kings. I would say kind of the, not the kings, but they're the they're really the ones that that put a lot of milk stouts on the map and you know, or beyond not milk stouts, but, but nitro stouts right. in a can, yeah. obviously beyond Guinness. I mean, Guinness, um, Guinness honestly, has to do it because they're being shipped across a fucking ocean. Yeah. And they have, a, they have a widget, but honestly yeah. the, the real, the real credit of this, of these beers goes to vault in Yardley uh-huh. Vault was the first company in the area and, and probably in very distance from us that put a nitro, do- a liquid nitro doser on their canning line. Oh, wow. Um, so they were doing nitro can. I don't know if I've, I've seen it a lot, but anyway, vault really deserves that credit. What, what happened was, is that we moved to a company, uh, we mobile can, cause we don't, we can't, uh, we don't have a, our own canning line. So we had to pay a company to come in and, and can our beers. We, we work with a company called tripod and tripod had come to us and said, Hey, do you, this is in uh, probably November of last year. Hey, we're thinking about purchasing one of these liquid nitrogen doses. So basically the beer gets filled on the line yeah. and then it moves down. And just as it moves down, a micro droplet of liquid nitrogen gets dropped in the can and then it gets capped. Oh, that's so the reason why you shook it was because 
that helps to further disperse the nitrogen, liquid nitrogen into the beer. Right. right. So, so they came to us and were like, listen, we're going to buy this thing. Are you going to do any, you know, are you interested in doing it? You guys seem like you would be, you know, game for it. So we did a whole bunch of nitro beers in December, a bunch of stouts, pastry stouts. And then they said, Hey, you know, not everybody that we're working with wants to do this. Do you have any more? You know, we just, I don't know. God only knows what it costs, probably a hundred thousand dollars for this nitro thing. So we said, sure, we will definitely do more. So that's when we came up with the idea. Let's do, you know, we just did a bunch of pastry stouts, very predictable. So let's do four nitro dosed randos. So we picked Ghoul because it we wanted to do it for a while. We picked our black rye because it's sort of a again, it's a bit of a mind fuck from a flavor perspective. Um, we picked our watermelon cream ale, which is very <laughs> not, you know, <laughs> people shit. do nitro cream ales at their breweries, but I've never seen a cream ale in a can on nitro. Trans- and then we did uh we picked a um double dry hopped. Uh, double IPA with lactose, which you'd think was crazy. And it was, the beer was great. But what happened was we, it didn't come out in a can because we did not like it the morning of, we did not like how it was settling out. And the last thing I wanted to do again, beer nerds is put an IPA out there that is subpar. So we elected to not release that beer in cans. So it's just the three. That's uh, why we, we have them. Ask Dan how he feels about nitro IPAs. I I don't think IPAs belong on uh, nitro. I don't think piney and creamy go no. well together, in my opinion. Listen, Dan told me a story about here. he had uh, he had nitro. It, it was it was nitro going in and it was nitro coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, you know what? You're I agree with you 100. percent The next time we do this this beer and put it on nitro just at the brewery, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna text you. And we're I want you to come in and try it because I okay. was the same way. I was like, fucking no way is this gonna taste good. And it's, I mean, it's, this is a quintessential, I mean, it's a, it's a milkshake beer. This is, there's no piney, now, nothing. It's not, the IBUs are like negative 12. Okay. That, that, that so, is a thing too. It's like you're, when I you would had, say, I would say maybe I would try that. The one I had was like, you know, in a piney American this, IPA this no, was, and no, this, no, no, no. and this gastropub was like yeah. on nitro. So I was like, all right. Yeah. L- let me get a, let me get a glass of it. Yeah. And it was like drinking like, you know, piney milk. <laughs> this was, th- this was uh, over five years ago. Oh, this was, yeah, this was early in the game. This was like 2013, 2014. Yeah. And, and that was, this. you know, that was, I mean, well, obviously well before the haze craze. And that was, I mean, also, I mean, to your credit, that was, you go into a bar and they have anything that says on nitro and you're going, I'm fucking having that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to try it. And you're I like think, ranch dressing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ranch dressing on nitro. Yeah. Throw, sure. Throw it on my wings, Tom. Yeah. Just, yeah. Slopping into a, into a, a, a tumbler glass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that, but here. we didn't, we didn't release that one anyway. So that that's, that's just going to come out in kegs. Non nitro. I'll look forward but, to that uh, text yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm going to keep an eye out for that water. You is the watermelon cream out tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. We've had the watermelon cream on tap non-nitro for about a week. Okay. Um but the cans come out tomorrow and and again it's it's the same deal. The first you start the beer and it's like cream ales are are pretty nondescript but on nitro basically what you get is almost like imagine a light like a light lager even though it's mm. not a lager but a light lager with a hint of watermelon, but it tastes more like watermelon uh, runoff, not like biting into a sweet piece of watermelon. As it warms, 
it turns into a Jolly Rancher and a cream ale. It's crazy. Again, it's it's just uh, we were just shocked by how how well, the transition Dan, of the beer. Dan, I might I might have to go visit some customers up in Ben Salem on uh, later this week. Watermelon's Thanks. all you. We we've had it on the podcast already. We've talked about you my, don't you don't you don't I don't like watermelon. I, I know, but you don't think you would you would you don't, you wouldn't even try. I it? mean, I I try it, but again, it like I was never a fan of watermelon. I to this day, like you said, it's not like it's not like watermelon. Jolly Rancher. Yeah, flavor. I was going to say, like I, I'd probably try and drink it cold as fast as possible before it gets Jolly Rancher because I just want that essence, like like a seltzer. That's, I, that's I a want good that. word for it. It's a good word for it. essence. Yeah, yeah. I, I want it. That is what it is. Yeah, kind of like a seltzer where like it's in all in, you know, intents and purposes, it's a... Dan yeah. want Dan wants his watermelon beer with just like a, just a one droplet of oh, yeah. watermelon essential oils in there. <laughs> We we've been dinged a lot because when we do these like fruited beers, we don't go overboard, but it's something that we've taken a stand on since we started is that we don't want to totally lose the beer in the flavor. No. So I, it's not, it's not overpowering like you think. Yeah. And it's a cream ale. I'll kill it like real quick. There's a fine line between a fruit beer and a shandy. And I I think a lot of people prefer shandies. I think it's the sugar, it's the sugar content in it. Yeah. Right. It's sweet as hell. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Don't not knocking shandies. I like a good shandy, but you know, it's literally liquid sugar. Yeah. I think that's how they get the fermentation. But they're the, they're the, the same people. They're the same people that go on untapped and think they're fucking Cicerones and they need to, they need to, you know, cr- like beat down every single aspect of the beer. Yeah. And we're not Cicerones. No, they, they think they're level two Cicerones. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They, they paid the $3,000 to, to get that, uh, you know, without doing it, but th- that's where they get I to showcase. I think this beer is butyric. I think I detect a little butyric aspect in it. <laughs> I love. I love it's <laughs> fucking juice, juicy. They rated it like a, a five point seven out of five. <laughs> I, man, it, Sorry, no offense. Yeah, th- that fucking juice, juicy was. I mean, that hit. That hit hard here over on on our end over here. It was. Uh, yeah, I wish I would have got a little bit fresher. Um, I I feel like we. I I, I've heard, I, I've heard it's really, I heard it's a lot better. I'm going, I'm going to Evergreen this weekend. So I'm going to get it on oh, tap and I'll like, they make good beer, man. They, I'll go know, fuck myself. I, then, I'm, I I'm guess. not dinging them. They, they make good beer. I'm just, I'm, that's the first IPA that came to my head, but I'm so tired of hearing people like talk about defects in beers that taste like beer. And then they drink a beer with activated charcoal in it. And they're, they're somehow they're, 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 they've become, <laughs> are, a, you, are, are you talking a about, uh, what's the, uh, what's the new craze with IPAs? The, uh, diacetyl. They're just like, oh, it's a, it's got that butterscotch. It's got that like diacetyl kind of buttery kind of taste to it. That's the, that's uh, the new, that's the new thing that people are, uh, and to be honest, I had one guy tell me about it and now that's all I can think about when I drink IPAs and I, I, I try and keep it out of my head, but man, it really it, got, it, I mean, it really shouldn't be in an IPA, man. It, it shouldn't. And to be honest, I'm seeing it a lot more now and it's really like, it's driven a line in the sand with IPAs for me. Like I'm throwing, wow. like I, I get it now and I get that butterscotch and I'm like, God damn it. And I, I just, I, I put it down. Like I get two sips into it and now I can, I can taste it. And I, I, I feel mean, like it's a, a lot of it is, um, we've talked about since we, you know, we really became a craft beer podcast. It's like, uh, a lot of brewers need to ask themselves. It's not, can we do it? It's should we do it? Oh, a little bit of a uh, Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic yeah. Park. Nice. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, lagers should. Uh, diacetyl find finds a way. way. <laughs> yeah, di- <laughs> diacetyl uh, finds a way. 
And, mm. you know, it's something that like, I hope I, yeah, I never have. I pour an IPA out. I'm like, God, it better not be buttery. It better not be buttery. <laughs> that really shouldn't be in any, I'm, I'm surprised. I haven't heard that. Um, I mean, most of the, like the top IPA brewers in the area, Levante's, Warwick's, Tired Hands, those guys like Evergreen, Hitchhiker. I've, I've had a lot of their beers. I've never once tasted an ounce of of diacetyl in those beers yeah, like, to, ever. To be honest, I, I didn't even know that was a thing until we just talked about it because I, I've never experienced it. And I guess it's just I'm not really frequenting beer from places that do. It's 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 a thing that is really prevalent IPAs that I found. Um, wow. Yeah, that's scary. I mean, I, I hope it's not ours. If, if you ever taste it in mind, please tell me so I can. No, absolutely not. Like I just, I drank this. I, yeah, no hint of it. Um, I, I'll, I'll talk to you, Tom, about some that I've had okay. after the, uh, right. after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, um, it's something that like I had somebody kind of like help me like with like tasting of it. Hmm. And now it's, you know, I had one and I went, oh, it was like a realization. Like I haven't had a lot. I've had maybe one or two and I hmm. like my eyes like widened. I was like, oh my God, this it, is. It totally wrecks your experience once you know to look for it. It, exactly. Like, it ruined it for me. Like how many other beers it's, it's like did I try before that, that had this like taste that it's I like had you no can't idea untaste about. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is complete. one of the, one of the worst things I ever did. And best things is I went through the BJCP class. So yeah. it's the kind of the, the, the judging class. Yeah. And, yeah. We're uh, and studying the, it. Yeah. And at the end of it, you know, they go through all of the off flavors and that was an awful experience because now where you didn't realize <laughs> what to look for, now all of a sudden you drink a beer, including your own. That's even worse when you, when you work there and you're just like, oh, God, do I do I taste? Do, is it is it there? And and the other thing about diacetyl is that some people, myself included, unfortunately, can detect it like super like super detectors. So it's almost me, on the nose. I think it's, yeah, I think it's there. And I have to let five different people drink the beer to tell me. And even then I don't believe them. I'm like, it's, it's there. It's, I smell it. I taste it. And somebody will be like, I don't smell it. I might taste it on the back end. Another person will be like, nah, man, I, I just, and then the other thing that makes it ours is some fruit flavors can mimic it. And you don't even know it's like, you mm. think it's there, but no, it's like a pungent blood orange can sometimes have this element of, so now you're like, is it the beer? Is it the flavor? Is it the defect? It, it's a, it's, it's a, it sucks. Diacetyl is a yeah, is a shitty thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit after we yeah. uh, after we sign off. But um, I'll tell you about the one that uh, I have set aside, and I'll 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 give you a taste of it. All right. Oh, a taste of it. Oh yeah, I'll, I have a can. Set oh, aside. oh, I'll show you what diacetyl oh, tastes okay. like. Okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> Bill Nye the Science Guy this thing afterwards. Yeah. Um, after we get off uh, the stream and everything. Yeah, but you like what you were saying before, like uh, how, how people like dissect this thing. It's like. I like the thing and we we're, we've talked about him before untapped WTF. I love the new thing of him posting people who are raining beers that they drank out of a water bottle that has been shipped halfway across the world. And they're yeah. like, it tastes, there might be some slight oxidation to it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so like yeah, yeah. Yeah. The fact it's, in I a, like the big air quotes around slight oxidation. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> It's in a water bottle that has looks like it's went through a vacuum seal. We, we shipped beer across the country in 90 degree weather that got oxidized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. didn't even get opened. <laughs> no, there's a slight soy sauce flavor to it. Yeah. Like, bro, you 
maybe maybe just toss it and not rate it. How about that? Yeah. I mean, but you need that clout. You need that clout. Everybody's opinion is they're entitled to it. And and we, you know, we, our brewery is based not, not, not to bring it back, but we're, we are very much a, not, we don't, we want you to be included no matter what you like. Yeah. But, but, but where I get upset is that I feel like, like unfair stuff like that. If it can be used against a business and actually hurt their bottom line, exactly. that's where there's a problem. If well, you think my beer has a sh- is shitty, tell me you're totally entitled to post it, everything, but yeah. don't change. Don't try to change somebody's mind. Like go on Amazon and I want to buy a toaster. I'm not going to get real rando opinions about toast. It either worked <laughs> or it didn't. Yeah, exactly. and I'm gonna, if I made the toaster, I'd be like, yeah, man, you know, our toaster broken a week. On side. Yeah, oh, it's right. a fucking toaster. <laughs> But if you pay twelve dollars like for it, pieces, it breaks in a week. Yeah, you get what you pay for. <laughs> so, so I, I feel like that the, that the opinions have have you know have gotten away. And what we try to say at our spot to our regulars and 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 we love them because they they buy into it is just be inclusive. Don't bash anybody. Like yeah. if you don't like their stuff and you really don't like it, send a message and tell them they want to know. We want to know if something's fucked up. If I have diacetyl in my IPA, I want somebody to tell me. I don't 100%. want to just think that it's the greatest thing since sliced bread because my, my sick of my, you know, the people that are really on us like it, I want to know. And at the same time, you know, if you, if you do like it and you praise it, that's awesome too. But I really wish that my bottom line did not get affected by that. Right. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah, that's, 100%. It's, that's a real shitty part. Um, I do like that you guys chose to do the nitro line on and, I, I will say uh, Scott Farkas brought up uh, earlier. Um, I got to bring it up here. <laughs> we got, he, we got our chat here. Yeah, he did, from he Twitch. did. He did say that the, uh, the B gobs nitro series was baller. So uh, he said random thought on that. And I was, that was about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys did, I mean, three, I get, well, I guess three styles now that are not super common. I mean, you did a white stout, which I think is underrated. Um, you did, uh, was it, is it, a, is rising guard? Is that a black rye? It's a rye ale that we basically add debittered black malts to it. Okay. So we, oh, okay. we darken it and it changes, you know, it changes the profile a little bit. Um, but it still maintains that rye bite. And then we nitro that. Okay. Very and then, you, and then like we mentioned the, the watermelon cream ale. So you're doing three styles that are not like, they're not heavy hitters. Like again, you're not heavy hitters on, on, on the untapped scale, you know, or just no, like popular the, styles in general. The, yeah. In the, in the, the craft beer drinker community, to be honest, like these experimental, like this, like ghouls, whites, white stout, I've seen a lot of breweries doing beers like this, that are experimental, but they're like taking off like, um, well-crafted in Lansdale has their blonde Americano, which is a coffee yes. blonde ale. Yeah. And like, no one would expect that to be like, you know, that's not a hazy, but that is taking off there because mm-hmm. of that, like flavor profile and just being, you know, really good beer. Yeah. Really good beer. Very acceptable yep. to the non-beer drinker, but also beer drinkers can respect the, the flavor profile and the time they put into that. Yeah, we've only yep. had one as as a podcast. We've only had oh, one other. Yeah, we're gonna have a redemption episode with Well Crafted. No, I, no, no. I mean, I'm I'm talking about a uh, blonde, um, not a blonde stout, but it was a blonde porter. Oh, uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, that was the uh, the light side of the light and dark series from uh, Stable, Stable Twelve. 12. Yeah, yeah, we did that. 
Yeah. We we when we made ghouls, we made it a long time ago, and not not to like be like we were one of the first, but we were one of the first that did that. And but we didn't get we didn't come up with the idea. All right, hipster. Uh, Kane <laughs> Cart, or Carton Brewing did it first. Carton did a white cream like a, did a blonde stout uh, in Jersey. Simpsons and did we, it. What's that? Simpsons did it. Oh, no, I was just yeah. They, they they did a uh, oh, they did, did, did it, it and did and we had somebody brought it. Oh, sorry. I'm fucking up your drops. No, it's okay. Mike's going to walk off the podcast. He's like, <laughs> no, 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 listen, I believe that's, I believe that's Cartman and I will never, ever, ever. Uh, is that, was that South Park? No, yeah. that was, yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, I or forget what his name is. Butters. Yeah. When they're coming up with the ideas and every time he came yeah. up with an idea, Simpsons already did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Car- uh, Carton did it first and then we, somebody brought it to us. Our friend Bill, who is a Jersey guy brought it to us and was like, have you had this? And we drank it. I remember where we were. We're like, fucking hey, that's like crazy. And nobody had done it at that point that we were aware of. And this is probably 20 late 2014. Okay. And so we, we, we made the ghoul in 2015, I think was the first time it was called nameless school. Um, basically the same beer, but we, we did it way, way back in the day and we've been making it. It's one of our most popular beers. Um, so what goes into what makes it a white stout? Well, I mean, it's all flavoring, you know, it's, it, it, I, we could easily call it a tiramisu, you know, ale or something. And it would probably be the same, you know, you're just trying to mimic the stout. You're trying to mimic roast. Mm-hmm. You're trying to mimic a little bit of sweetness. You're trying to mimic coffee. So you flavor it such that it adds that, which generally ends up being sort of like uh, a tiramisu type of flavor. Um so you're like doing it really as like a it. you're doing it as like a blonde ale, but it's a cream ale, right? It's a basically it's a, it's it's a basic cream ale recipe for okay. us, but it's not without the corn. Um, but it's basically that recipe. Um, but but the malt bill doesn't have the dark malts in it, so it's going to taste different right away because the the stout flavor mm-hmm. is really stout and porter flavor is coming from the from the malts, the malt bill, not from the hops or anything like else. So you have to mimic those, that flavor. So you have to add a little bit of coffee. You have to add a little bit of vanilla. You have to add a little bit like a hint of cinnamon. You got to add a little bit of uh, like a toasted flavor. So there's a whole bunch of stuff a, that goes into it. a dash of nutmeg. It's like the uh, baked yeah. shop ales from Stickman, like the Oreo okay. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that, it's that cream ale base and they're adding the flavoring to mimic yes. that kind of style. Yes. Okay. Yes. Shout out to Ethan. Yes. <laughs> Great, great friend of the podcast. Who knows who yeah, that guy he's, is? What he, whatever he's doing. Crazy dude. He's my boss. <laughs> is he? Do you work there? I, I do the pizza side. I'm, uh, I'm doing oh, the Detroit style pizza. pizza oh, killer. All right, man. That's yeah, so I'm, work, I'm yeah. working with Brendan there. So if you ever stop by, just let us know. Uh, I, I, I have sadly never been to Stickman, but I don't get out much at all. So And I live in Jersey, so I don't really like I have a uh, little bit of an excuse. Um, yeah, that, but, that, um, bit of an excuse there. Yeah, it's a drive, but uh, we the only time we really get to hang out with him is when we would go to uh, uh, CBC, which is the craft brewing co- brewers conference. But okay. then, and, like, we would all kind of hang out. It, like, it's fun. He's I like him a lot. Yeah, you you guys have the kind of the a little bit of the same mentality towards the craft beer community without the. Uh, <laughs> You're not as, uh, more, you're, yeah, you're not as outspoken about it. <laughs> yeah. He's more outspoken than me. I look, I love, I'm, I, I, I come off angry and I say some stupid things sometimes, but I love it. I just, I think I'm a, I'm a kumbaya guy as much as I, I'm like a death core. Kid. Yeah. I was going to say this like, metal would, guy just said kumbaya. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. 
but I, I like I'm kumbaya. If Randy Blythe said it. Uh, I, want, <laughs> I want there to be burn like, the I kumbaya. We can all get along. We can all get along in this industry, and everybody can everybody can uplift <laughs> everybody else. If a brewery's struggling, or you went there and didn't like the shit that you had, don't write them off. Don't bash them on social media. Go give them a couple months, and then go back. Or God for fucking bid, you write them and tell them. I'll give them a couple ideas as to what maybe you thought they could do better. Because if you're a place like us, 95% of the brewers are going to take that constructively. 5% are going to be like, no, we know best. And you know what? They're probably not going to last anyway. But the vast, vast majority are going to take that constructively and appreciate it. And all we want to do is make beer to make you everybody happy. That's all we want to do. Yeah. It's, so, it, unfortunately, it's like the, uh, you know, the uh, in the the uh, craft beer world, the, the beer community, the, you know, the, the loudest voices are the, it's the smallest portion, but they're the ones that are heard. And they're the ones that are like, Oh, you know, this is the best stout I've ever had, but it, I don't like stout. So it's a 0.75 as you the know. palace is kumbaya. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it, 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 I, I think, you know, it, it's in the cursed stout. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not anything against like, uh, you know, we, you know, we love Ethan on the podcast. It's not, you know, that's pretty well known. Um, and, you know, we, we just, we've talked to a, a ton of brewers and it's, it's the same sentiment. It's just said in a different way. It's like, yep. you're, you're hurting the beer industry. You're here hurting the business that we all hold so dearly. And it's, yeah, there's no reason for it. Stop putting ice in beers, whoever you are, yeah. whoever that guy is on untapped WGF, stop putting ice in beers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's look, it, he, yeah. Ethan's outspoken, but, but in general, I mean, and, and you talked to Matt and Chad last week or whenever it was, um, though, you know, they, they, they see it on the page constantly, you know, and, and 99% of people are just oh, they, uplifting, but it's, yeah, the, but there the, is a small percentage that are not. And that's the part that you said it best, the squeaky wheel, but also most of us take that to heart so much. Yeah. And we have to go home and try to like manage our lives they don't, knowing that there is somebody out there actively bashing our business because they had to wait an extra four minutes because we're short staffed because of COVID. Right. They don't they don't consider the harm that they're doing to the industry and or to the businesses that that they're doing when, you know, they, they oh, you guys, why didn't you put a. Why don't you just do a regular, like a pastry stout on nitro <laughs> instead of a, a white stout? I, I don't, I don't like white stouts. I like, uh, I like my stouts to taste like a donut. <laughs> the, the, the All funny tack thing attack is attacking from their mom's basement. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is that when you get like, when you have enough check-ins, like, and we're, we're past the point of no return. Like, I don't, I don't think our untap would ever go up more than a quarter of a percent at, at, you know, like once you hit a certain threshold, you, you're not going up or down. Like yards is not going to have a run. And all of a sudden they're going to go up the whole point. You're like we have a bajillion <laughs> check-ins. We don't have a bajillion check-ins. We have a lot of check-ins. I don't know. It's probably 50, 60,000 enough, enough that our score is not going to go up or down. Once you get to that point, I really should get, I should really be in the, who gives a fuck right. attitude <laughs> at this point, yeah. because at this point, nothing I do is going to really, but I still care. Because I not not because I care because you don't like it or you the royal you. I care because I just want people to be proud of what we did. Right. And I, and and for some reason I can't get past it. My partners are just like whatever, dude. 
stop looking at it. But it's not that easy. It's not that easy to do that. And, you know, and that's why going full circle back to Levante, they were smart because they embraced untapped and they really engaged with their people on untapped. And it's good. I mean, I mean, they deserve it. They, they do, they do a good job, but they also really engage with that clientele. So they, you know, so when you go on there and their thing pops up, I mean, there's a reason for that. They also literally hacked untapped. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, we need to have James back on yeah, to tell that story. Uh, we heard, we heard that like they accidentally hacked untapped and we have to <laughs> figure out how that happened. And we, I just want to hear the story about it because I, like when we had James, when we had, uh, we had him on. Oh shit. Jesus. <laughs> we had him on. He was talking about how he has this like crazy technolo like technology department, you know, how they made mercury yeah. and delivery and everything. I want to know like how they hacked untapped. I want to know how they got into it. <laughs> it was I'd love to know too, but geez, they employed, they employed some Russians and you know, they, they oh, infiltrated. They got, they, they got Putin with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. no, I mean, Centennial yeah. hops, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nostrovia. Um, they, uh, uh, <laughs> they, um, yeah, I, I I remember seeing. Uh, I mean, going back to Untapped, I, I remember and and just like the the disillusion that is happening now. It, like I remember seeing somebody, and it's going right back to un, it, it, all my Untapped hatred comes the, from Untapped. Every WTF. time we get all somebody on, lead. yes, we all just start. Yep. It. There was a guy that was like, you know, I I know he he rated a beer. And commented under it. And it's like, you know, I know what I'm talking about and I have the untapped badges to prove it. And I wanted to throw, I wanted to throw my phone out on the 322. <laughs> like it was like, I, I was like, I'm done. I'm, I, I almost, I almost texted Dan, like I'm done with the podcast. It like beer's dumb. Uh, everything's dumb. I don't believe in anything. God is a lie. Um, you know, <laughs> I've lost all faith in everything. I was just going to become a, a solitude monk. He got real uh, burned the priest. With it, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, oh, I like where this is going. But yeah, we it, it was just God for like 20 minutes. <laughs> that, that was the, uh, that's going to be the next podcast. I start with Mike. It's going to be a Lamb of God podcast. <laughs> it's called break the wall. It's called Randy and the blights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that, that, that's your, that's, that's who you're taking. And I'm guilty of it. I I've talked about it on the podcast. You know, I, I was, I was looking at locust lane beers and I was like, you know, I, I'm thinking about going over to grab some, and uh, I talked to a buddy of mine. He was like, ah, their untapped rating isn't that great. And I looked at it and I was like, yeah, you know what? It's not that great. And what then, is it? What? I, what I, don't, even, it? I don't even know. Who cares? I, I um, think they're, I'll pull it up. I think they average about 3.8. Yeah, something like that. But it was like. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, but uh, Locust Lane, <laughs> Lane ended we're, up being one of my favorite. We're favor lower than that. Locust Lane ended up being one of my favorite breweries the last year. I know, you know you joined their like loyalty. Oh yeah, <laughs> I only have one membership to any brewery, and it's Locust Lane. It's like if you want to look, put it in perspective. And, this and, is uh, Jer okay. Jeremy Myers, uh, formerly in the Chamonix Creek, and I talk about this a lot. Look at GABF award-winning beers being judged by experts. Yeah, look at their untapped rating; they're never high. Look at some of the most popular breweries in the country, not hype, but just popular. They're not, they all sort of hover in that three, three six to three, nine area. Yeah. Locust like lane, 3.71, baby. 
Yeah. So you oh, know, they're that, fucking that, garbage, bro. I'm I'm pulling out of that uh, loyalist program. And and that that's it's it's really unfair. It's really unfair to them because like I mean I think I if I'm not mistaken, believe they're veteran owned. Yes. Uh, they're in a they're in a weird spot. Like they're in like a weird industrial park on the back end of it, on the back side of it. So it's not like they're getting walk up traffic. Wait, so for this? those guys, to see, and, and I mean, I Locus took my Lane. whole staff yeah. there for an outing one time. So I, I'm fond, very fond of those dudes. Like they deserve every fucking kudo they can get. Yeah. They're making it work in yeah. an industrial park with no walk up traffic. And, and they've been open now for at least four years, if not five. And they're making fantastic beers. And, yes. And they're doing outreach too. Like they're doing beers that benefit so many different organizations. Yeah, it's, it's like every other beer they put out is going towards charity. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's something that should be lauded, but, it, and, but it's not. And here you go. One, a, a beer that's right behind us. Bind from Root Down. GABF gold winner. West, West, Co- West Coast IPA from an East Coast brewery. Uh, average the, rating? Average rating? 3.82. See, I mean, that's, you know, that's the f- phenomenal beer. Think of how hard it is to win a GABF medal in the IPA category. Especially like, West Coast when you're on the East Coast. It's, you know, that, and that's, you know, but, you know, that, but Root Down's a brewery that's, that they're not worried about clientele because they know people are going to come and maybe they don't focus on, and, and I, I, I've been talking about on tap a lot on this podcast, but I really don't focus on, I really truly don't. Um, it, it, it is what it is. It's, you know, it, it is, it is our metric that we currently have. And I know it's a hot topic because it's the rating system by which certain festivals allow people in. It's the rating, it's the rating system for breweries and PA's bracket. But I mean, what are they going to do? Have four breweries in their, in the bracket? I mean, come on, they got to figure out a way to do it. There has to be a quantifiable way to do something. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get mad at them. You can't get mad at them for that. Like they've got to have a fucking system to do it. I have, they're going to get accused of favoritism. If not, I I have the perfect beer here to, to go off of this. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see it. Attic brewing bloodhound brown ale. It won a GABF silver this year, right? When the, yeah, they 2020, were during a pandemic, their first year as a brewery, yep. eight months old, eight months, they won a, a GABF silver. That yep. beer is rated a 3.9. Go to, go to Neshaminy Creek Churchville lager. Look that up. Yeah. And yes, that that's a brand. That's actually a highly scored brown ale. Yeah. I'm surprised. 3.9 is, is, yeah, that's, that's surprising. All right. Neshaminy Creek. Churchville Lager, three point four nine. Oh, the fuck out! See, I mean, come on. It's a great. It's a. It's an award winning beer, classic style, phenomenal beer. These you know what's even, you know even worse? He's got a bunch of turds checking in on it. You know what's even worse? I what? have. I have a. Uh, I have a an untapped friend who rated it a two, Ew. with no explanation. Ooh. It's okay. We'll talk about it after the yeah. podcast. Yeah. So, so, I mean, look, people are entitled, again, they're entitled to their opinion. Untap could fix this if they would just hide the scores and send them to the breweries only. They don't want it. They don't want to do that because, you know, they are, they are making money and it's the American way they made, they've created a business yep. and, and I'm, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm contributing to them because I'm paying into them yearly, but yeah. they're Yelp with a drinking problem. Yeah. Yelp is a whole different story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Check out Yelp. I think finally, I think the country has started to understand what Yelp is. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I I don't think anybody really cares anymore about Yelp. Uh, Yelp is a, Yelp is a, uh, 
uh, uh, boomers hate food. Yeah. Outside of this podcast, because obviously we're not making any money. I work pretty close with Yelp. So I know, I know how You're little food, they're being used. Because of food, food industry, right? Yeah. Not even that. Just uh, my full-time job is in marketing and uh, Yelp is not even being used by a lot of businesses anymore. They're just like, Man, fuck Yelp. <laughs> yeah, my, the, my com- the company I work for refused Yelp. Oh, yeah. So we, we did, I don't know how much time we have, if, you'll, if you have time for the story, but we did a, I, I keep, I'm also in marketing. And we, I came up with this idea because Yelp was relentless. And I said, all right, we're going to buy in. We're going to do the three-month deal but I'm going to create a coupon and I'm going to cycle the coupon every seven days. So the coupon's going to go up. And if I see people taking the coupon and coming in, then I know it's working. And if I don't, then I know it's not. Yeah. And so we got, you know, so we cite, you know, it was a work to cycle a coupon. Oh, cycle of course. The, I made the artwork different. Yeah. And it was a, I, Yelp I put promo time code and all that shit. <laughs> Track the whole thing. Zero people came in with the coupon. So at yeah. the end of the three months, I was like, guys, it, it didn't work. Like you said that it was going to work. You said that our traffic was going to increase by X amount. And the coupon dude was for 50% off your bill. What? It was an insane. Like if you really want to take advantage of Yelp or of a brewery or a business, 50 fucking percent off your entire bill. Jeez. So I knew like if it was a real thing, people would come in. Zero did it. So then they, you know, so yeah. then we got into this big discussion and now they don't, they don't call me anymore, but, but yeah. not Yelp, Yelp, Yelp is losing traction. A uh, guy in our Twitch stream said Angie's list, same deal for, he said he works in construction. I work with Angie's list too. People are just throwing that out too. Yeah. That is just right up there with Yelp. <clears throat> really? It, yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> like that's a bummer. Yeah. It, they always had a good reputation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, I'm Angie's List certified." That doesn't hold any traction anymore. It's all that about sucks. it's all about worshiping the great god of Google. Yep. Really, Google is the end all be all. Yep, get your Google ratings up. Final thoughts on the White Stout, man? <sighs> Loved it. It was it was like a um, it was like a it was almost like a a pastry stout without being a pastry stout. It was like that desserty kind of flavor to it. Agreed. Um, like you said, it's got that tiramisu. Uh, you got the little little bit of lady fingers, a little bit of coffee, a <laughs> nice little mascarpone to it. Um, you know, it 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 hit all the it hit all, hit all the right notes. Ticked all the boxes for you. Yeah, ticked all the boxes for me. Thank you, uh, Great British Bake Off, Paul Hollywood. Yeah, there you go. Um, I love the uh, the original Ghoul. Um, I I I will be back for. I'm going to need like uh, I'm going to need a weekly like subscription to this uh, to, to <laughs> just pop by like once a week when I'm in the Ben Salem area to just like pop in and grab a uh, nitro ghoul. I will agree that um, nitro ghoul was like night and day to like the normal. Yeah. Um, I had the normal. I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, nitro. I was like, wow. Like this was like the mouthfeel alone just set yeah. it apart from the super normal. creamy, super creamy, which I think added to what I was looking for all along in it. Um, and yeah, this was, this was great. This was a good beer. Yeah. I think I know it was an accidental uh, grab for the uh, podcast, but yeah, I, I, worth yeah, every, meant, I, meant, I, I meant it to be the, the rye. I, I, I really, I worth I, it. I liked, <laughs> I liked this beer, but I was supposed to have the rye. Uh, uh, 1.25, 1.25. I'm going to go on and tap later. <laughs> <add that. laughs> um, no, it was, it was really good. Um, yeah, it, both beers just 
knocked it out of the park. Um, Do you think that maybe like the youth of the nation would like that beer? Uh, are, what, are you talking about? And you thought we didn't have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You thought it was all done. I don't think I know more than four POD songs, and I think I know four too many POD songs. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. They're a pretty heavy band, according to Scott Farkas. Yeah. They are a pretty heavy band. Well, all right. So we're 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 in overtime right now. We're in OT. Yeah, we're in so, OT. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. Don't I, be I, sorry. This was a great conversation. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, I th- I think what this means is we I, we need to have Mike back on um to to discuss more. I'm gonna text him um, later about our Lamb of God side po- podcast we're gonna start. Yeah, yeah. Into the wall. We have a <laughs> we have a, a band at the brewery, like a house. Wait, a house cover band called Lamp of Dog. That we're gonna, oh once we're allowed to have bands back, we're going to do a whole night and probably play like an entire Lamb of God album, like as a concert. Oh, but that's like it's awesome. a it's a killer. It like we're we're you know not to you know obviously I I don't brag about our beer, but I'll brag about the music. Like it's good. It's a good band. Oh, it's a really wait. good band. I mean, I can't wait to see promotion for that. If you haven't Lamp been to, of Dog, if you haven't if you haven't been to Broken Goblet. Uh, they have a, a, a sick set up there. Yeah. Go check them out guys. Yeah. Um, can't wait till live music comes back. I'm itching. It, it'll, it'll be there. We're getting there. Baby steps. Close. Uh, well, yeah. Ish. Uh, Liao, Liaonin, Liaonin. I don't know what this is, how to say his name. Uh, he said tool night at B gobs was one of the best nights of 2019. So that was a cool night. It was a cool night. You had yeah. me at tool night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, you, if you, you if you're gonna that, be a Tool cover band, you better have an epic drummer. I'm just saying, like you better have. They a were. Guy, he was great. You better he have. A, he better be on point the entire time. He was good. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, but that let, was fun. Give me give me a heads up for that because I'm gonna I'm gonna be there with some edibles. I'm gonna take some edibles on the way up there and just I'm gonna I'm gonna get really into the Tool mindset. Yeah, I'm getting an Airbnb and losing my mind. Chris, that that that's on there, Chris Leonin, and uh, that that like the plan is that we're gonna. We wanted to do tool a tool night once. That's our favorite band. It's my favorite band in the world. That's like the brewery's favorite band is Tool. That's so all the Avatar. We, we 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 did it during the the Fear Inoculum release. The night it released, we we had a big night and we brought in a cover band and we were apprehensive. They were fucking good. I'm at one of these days. One of these one of these nights. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do mushrooms and sit in a dark room and just peer, play Fear Inoculum <laughs> and just really just get real into it. I don't know. Maybe bug out. I don't know. I don't know where it'll go. <laughs> you mean spiral out? Like yeah. Spiral out. Spiral out. Yeah, Come there on. You go. I don't know. You got to get Fibonacci with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I think we definitely have to have Mike back on. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. We have, we have more to discuss. Yeah. We've, we've, <laughs> we've just breached the surface. Uh, we've just broken the goblet. Yes. It's as, been a, pr- it's been a pleasure, gents. I, yeah. Uh, we I we enjoyed really this. enjoyed the time. Um, thank you for, uh, for sharing your beer with us. Um, go give them a follow Yeah, Instagram. It's at broken goblet brewing. Um, it'll be, it'll be dressed directly to Mike. If you go there, his name is right on the, yeah, right on the Instagram. Yeah, it's not I thought broken it, goblet. It's just Mike. Yeah. I thought it was your is personal it, page. And then I was like, I, I was like, wait, is this his personal page too? And is no, it, I don't even know. Hold yeah, on, If you, if you go to broken goblet brewing, <laughs> the first thing it says at the top is Mike. 
Mike. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is his personal page. Let me go find <laughs> let me go find the actual business page. And I was like, oh shit. I feel I'm such an old fucking douchebag. <laughs> like, I have no idea. He's got it's a boomer Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That anybody follows us, it's amazing. He I can't like even this. believe we have so many people. He went, yeah. <laughs> Mike I get a is my name. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, get my contacts. I had a post. <laughs> I I I uh I didn't know it just says Mike. Yeah, it just says just Mike. says Mike. You know what? I'm gonna leave it. That's great. <laughs> Why not? That's, no wonder so many people know my fucking name when they come in. I was like, that's when you started messaging him. I'm like, oh, you're just messaging Mike directly. I click on. I'm like, this is his. This is the brewery page. He's like, he's hey, like, Mike's email, got a lot of email, followers. email. Yeah, Seven thousand followers. This guy's popular. Yeah, email me. <laughs> email me here and I'm like, well, I could just direct message you here because this is apparently the same thing. <laughs> now you know why I wasn't that I was bouncing between platforms. I yeah. had no idea. This is why he I'll didn't answer that. our DMs. <laughs> Please respond. I'll fix that. I'll fix that. God. That's oh so no, funny. that's great. Um so oh, what an inept uh, idiot I am. So <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, do you have anything, uh, on the horizon that you want to, do you want to put out any there? plugs, any events going on in the, in the potosphere? We're, uh, I think we're about to pull the trigger on a, on a, on an outdoor bar. We're going to build a, we're going to oh. put a bar in, in a, in a shipping container outside. Um, because we're expecting the summer to be just a big, you know, people really wanting to be outside more than inside. So oh, hell yeah. we've got, we can have the space for about 200, 225 people outside. Um, by the end of this week, Dan and I will be fully vac, so we will be there unmasked. Nice, yeah, <laughs> yes. Good luck. Just, just throwing uh, up middle fingers, like Ugh. exactly. Then there'll be some lady behind you, be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wear my vax yeah. card like a backstage pass. Yeah, our 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 one owner got like assaulted in the tap room by an anti-masker. It was oh, crazy. It got attacked. That's fun. Um, but anyway, um, Ben yeah, Salem. So we got the the outdoor the outdoor thing. You know, we're, we've been doing live music since January uh, because we can distance everybody pretty well, but we haven't done full bands yet. I think probably the first bandish thing that we're going to do is end of uh, end of May. We always do an 80s party and we're going to release our Rattler on the, that night. Ooh. So it's May 22nd. Nice. And that's fun. It's like a fun. It's just a fun night, but it's a you know, it's a 80s music and shit. So we hope that by Memorial Day, which I guess is the next weekend or so, um, we will have everything ready outside. The music pavilion outside will be be fully ready to go with lights so we can do concerts outside, um, bar outside. We're going to try to make it easy for people. And then, you know, we're releasing beers every month. Um, these can can beers like the one offs. I, I we have a, a whole slew of them, but I do know that the next the next release is going to be and I've not announced this anywhere, but here is going to be a uh, pink guava. This is the way which is our Mandalorian themed beer. That is another one that's coming out. So that <laughs> is a WandaVision themed pale ale. Uh, Hell yeah. That will be out. And then you didn't do uh, a Joy Division uh, inspired pale ale? What's that? You didn't do a Joy Division inspired pale ale? No, no. Wait, wow. Were we talking about that at the beginning of this podcast? No, no, no. no I was going to say nothing says pale like Joy Division. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Oh, you know what's what? I'm having like a real weird deja vu. I just had a conversation about Joy Division with somebody. And I was like, can I talk to you guys about this? 
<laughs> no. I just talked to my fucking friends on Sunday night. We had a whole thing about Joy Division. Oh, That's, my God. You just totally freaked me out, man. Yeah, just do a Joy Division beer and call Drink This and Cry. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Nothing says pale like uh, Joy Division. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I just had a whole moment. Um, <laughs> I'm get, I maybe early onset dementia or I just should do more drugs. Um, maybe so a little bit of both. Why not? In and out of the Matrix. The, the Mandalorian. And then we're doing the Rattler, which is our our ras, uh, raspberry limeade uh, wheat beer. Nice. Um, th- those are all coming out in uh, end of April and the beginning of May. Um, and then just follow us on socials. Follow other breweries. Yeah, follow Mike at Broken Goblet Brewing. All right. <laughs> yeah. Here, you know what? I He's a great follow. I want to give love to Naked Brewing. This beer is phenomenal. This is called Blaze. <laughs> yeah, an, you can only get it in Irish. Yeah, you can only get fucking it in cans, and uh, it's fucking phenomenal. It is really phenomenal, really phenomenal beer. We would not be a brewery. We would not be open. We would not be functional without Naked Brewing. Uh, we love them. They are uh, they are just great people. So support them. Support we agree everybody. with you 110%. Yes. So, yeah. I think, I, I mean, we put it out on the, on we put the, it out on social. We put yeah. it on the, st- on the story. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, that's at best, best friends pod. What is that, Dan? That's at best, best friends, P O D. Um, you can, uh, you, if you look, watched our story this weekend, <laughs> we were, uh, we were over at, uh, at naked hanging out with Hannah and, and may or may not have been, Brewing a collaboration beer. We might have a collaboration coming out with our uh, good friend Hannah over there. Yeah. So we are really excited. Yeah, That's Dan. Exciting. Dan had uh, had several of their offerings there. Yeah, I had way too many birthday cats. Yeah. Let me tell you, I got I got yeah. felined out on that. It's a that's a fucking yeah. good beer. I I drank yeah. I I drank my weight in uh, Buck Naked's. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cream ale boy. Yeah, we did do that cream ale shotgun. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah, they're 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 awesome, awesome people, and uh, and I, you guys have another secret. I I understand that's that's going to happen at uh, some point soon. Yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, that we are I'm not, not going to give it away. Yeah, that we are not privy to uh, to announcing just yet. Oh, damn, I guess yeah. it's the word. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I just <laughs> have an inside track, but it's a secret, and and uh, yeah. yeah. We uh, th- things are things are multiple secrets for you. Big things are happening. Yeah, things are happening. We're having a lot of fun with this podcast. Yeah, we're a thing. We're doing stuff. We're doing stuff. People yeah. like us. Yeah, and um, we like people. So yeah, I, I mean, if you like hazy IPAs, you'll like stuff that we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. So, uh, go visit. Uh, go visit. Uh, Broken Goblet Brewing. Uh, they're at. 2500 State Road, Unit D in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Um, just hop off 95. You pop off 95 and and head down State Road. You know, uh, they're right there. They're a beautiful complex. I am all excited about breweries that have venues. Um, yeah. You know, I, ha- I haven't been to enough. Um, I always kick myself in the ass for not going to Chamonix. Now that I know how much metal you guys put out over there at Broken Goblet, I need to make my way out there. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're excited. And there's, there's shit that's going down in our, in our, in our little, little building that like, it's not done yet, but there's some really exciting stuff that's going to happen over there. Yeah. It's hopefully the summer, lots of outdoor concerts. Yeah. We got a, uh, we got into this craft beer podcasting game, like at the big, right before the pandemic hit. So we haven't really been able to go out and enjoy like, uh, all that cool stuff that's going on. 
Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, Dan, you got any well, plugs? No, nothing going on right now. Um, but some stuff coming up in the works. Yeah. I mean, live music's coming back. I'm recording again. So we'll get some live music going again soon. I will have some music to promote. So I'm ready. What band are you in? What kind of band? What music? Uh, I play, uh, I play a lot of skate punk right now. So okay. of, like fast, fun stuff. I'll, uh, I'll send you some stuff, uh, Cool. In our chat. They're so, all right. They're all right. Eh, we're fun. We're fun. We're a fun band, but I'll send you some <laughs> stuff. If you guys ever do like a punk or skate night or something like that. I'll yeah, send yes, you there should. Be, yes. And, uh, Leonin, uh, yes, we should start a POD cover band. Of course. I've been <laughs> saying that. Yes. G O B. No, it's not G O D. It's going to be P O D. Best, sorry, best Chris, friends not, on I death. Can't. <laughs> no new metal i can't unless it's death tones maybe i can let that go but I, that's not I that's that's shoegaze now come on they made a whole new genre of music because of of death tones so <laughs> they right. were new metal though they were considered it yeah and then it became shoegaze and then it yeah. made a, an entirely new genre um all right so for us uh we've got a lot of stuff coming yeah, up uh, yeah. we've got some episodes um in the works next week um, Sly Fox is coming on. What? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. on. You got I'll it. Get it. I'll Come get on. it. Come on, you got it. You got, right. it? You got it. Yeah, Sly Fox. And the week after, we have victory. Victory. We're having a lot of fun on this podcast. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going, uh, we're, we're, we're going mainstream boys. Yeah. We're, we're selling out. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> we're going, we're going state we're going nationwide distribution. We're selling out. I mean, he brought up tones. We're going white pony with this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so stay tuned. We, we have, uh, our biggest breweries like in, I guess in capacity, yeah. capacity to, to date. Yeah, I drank both of these beers in Iceland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, that's fucking nuts. Um, so yeah, pay attention next two weeks. Um, I mean, pay attention to all the weeks, but you know, next two weeks are are going to be fucking nuts. And Dan is see gonna, if you can get the guy for victory to say fuck somebody's mom on. Just like see, make that to be your thing. Like if you could get him okay, to say fuck all right, you fuck your mom. all right, all right, all right, all right. Who is it? Who's coming on for victory? Richie. Okay. Yeah, he's opened up, I guess, the Philly spot. So yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about that. That's killer. Yeah. So we'll get Richie to say fuck your mom. Um we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll figure it out. Specifically to an untapped person. Though. Yes. Read him a review and then he has to say Oh my god. I'm gonna hold up cue cards right here. Oh my like- god. I'm gonna <laughs> you know what? We have two weeks before that podcast, and I'm going yep. to I'm gonna go through every single untapped rating on victory, and I'm gonna find the scathing one. And I'm going I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get him to say it's gonna be fuck. Beep. Your yeep, mom. <laughs> um, all right, Dan, social for us. All right, guys. So if you enjoyed the episode, you can follow us on all social media. Instagram and Facebook is at Best Best Friends Pod. Uh, one more time. That's at Best Best Friends P-O-D. And guys, guess what it is? It's two for Tuesday. <laughs> hey, we have an email an email address too. Oh yeah. So uh, if you have any ideas of breweries we should feature, if you are a brewery and you've been listening and you want to come on the podcast, hang out with us, talk about POD and you know, other things. 
<laughs> Check us out. It's best, best friends pod at gmail.com. That's best, best friends P O D. Oh, that's like the seventh one at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. And, uh, and guys, I, I mentioned it at the top of the podcast, uh, I'll mention it again. Fixed this yet. Yeah. Wait, twitch.tv. Yeah. Twitch.tv. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, if you're not on stream with us, if you're not in the chat, um, you heard us talking about, uh, our, our chat, uh, our chat people, uh, we had a lot of fun in the chat, man. Yeah. We had a lot of good a lot interactions. Of, a lot of fun in the chat Got today. Some good followers. Um, yeah. Get your life together. Uh, as, uh, as one of the Braxton says, get your life. Uh, Tamar, I believe is the one, uh, get your life. Um, yeah, get your life and, uh, and follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast. That's twitch.tv slash best best friends P O D. Cast. Um, you gotta fix that. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop. Just P O D. All right. Um, Mike. Thank you very much for coming on and uh, and hanging out with us. We're we're gonna do this again. It's gonna happen. Uh, we had too much fun here. Um, we happy, we did happy I, I, anytime. I don't think we even got to many of the uh, the, the note questions. The Absolutely questions. not. No. Um, so we're gonna have to get back <laughs> into that and do a little I bit apologize. more. Apologize. No, don't apologize. apologize. Yeah, no, we had no, a good time. Yeah, great time. Um, Dan. Uh, first off, uh, I want you to know before we end this, and I pee my pants. Uh, I want you to know. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, I want you to remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. That's one more POD wow. drop. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. Jesus. That was the curveball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throw that in. That was a called strike on Mike right there. Yeah. All right. Caught you looking. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> All right, everybody. And just remember, uh, I mean, I, do I even have to say it anymore? Uh, you're, you it's, know, it's been a year. It's been a year. Keep it in in the back of your mind. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was the Clinton family. All right, uh, everybody. Best Best Friends Podcast, episode 63. We out. See you. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet, a cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me.